Welcome to the Girl Gang Craft Podcast, where we dive in deep to all things business, wellness, creativity, and activism for artists and entrepreneurs. We talk with impactful, female-driven companies and founders for an inside look at the entrepreneurial experience, where you'll come away with tangible steps to elevate your business. Are you ready? I'm your host, Phoebe Sherman, founder of Girl Gang Craft, artist and designer and marketing obsessed. We're here to learn together how to expand our revenue, implement new organizational techniques, and cultivate best business practices as we work towards creating a life doing what we love. Let's get started. Calling all small business owners, artists, creatives, makers, coaches, and healers. We are looking for badass entrepreneurs who are ready to level up their biz game while making lasting connections. Our Level Up Academy is a six-week creative cohort for creatives and small business owners. So whether you're new to the small biz game or a veteran, this course is designed to give you the tools you need to refine business practice, create the life you want, and build relationships that you can lean on. So first week, we'll be talking about audience, brand story, and elevator pitch. Then second week, tools to get organized and mental health. Next, we'll be talking about brand identity and your style guides. We'll be talking about curating your brand. And then content categories and types of content. So this is all about Instagram strategy. And yes, we are going to tackle reels, of course. We'll talk about repurposing your content as well for different platforms. Week five, all about email marketing. This is our number one source of revenue, you all. We cannot, we cannot say more about creating an email marketing presence. Presence, seriously. And then week six, it's all about showing up, creating network, expansion, and partnership. So the first 10 signups get all six weeks of classes for $290. And after that, enrollment is $350 with the option to add on one-on-one coaching with me. So this is a fall exclusive, meaning it won't be available again until next year. And we're going to double the price. So if you've been feeling lost or unsure of how to carry on in your business or where you want to go or how to get there level ups for you. Feel free to shoot us any questions on email, crawlgangcraft at gmail.com. Cart closes September 24th at midnight Pacific standard time. So sign up now, crawlgangcraft.com slash level up. Hope to see you there. At the time of writing this podcast, I am on the East Coast in a small town in New Hampshire after entertaining my partner's nephew, Okay, my nephew, not by blood, but I am indeed Auntie Phoebe, please and thank you, with an enthusiastic performance of Hakuna Matata. Seriously, if you do not know this, I'm a big musical theater buff and Disney lover. The songs and the movies, not necessarily the theme park or the man, but I love to sing. And most recently, I have stepped into my power of singing without the fear of being good. This is actually huge for me as I grew up in a family of musicians and always allowed my thing to be visual art. I was always the dancer, the visual artist, and the funny one, never the main character, if you know what I'm saying. But recently, I've discovered that I am happy enough, happiest when I am singing. And the second half of my pandemic journey after salvaging this business was figuring out what brings me joy. And let Let me tell you, there is nothing that brings me more joy than riding my bike and singing Little Mermaid or canoeing and blurting out Fiddler on the Roof. This is real, you guys. I can't make this stuff up. 
we also discovered, I guess, I only sing songs from movies and there's only like 10 of them. And I'm pretty bad at lyrics. I only know a few songs from start to finish, like look at the stuff and colors of the wind. Duh. But when I don't know the lyrics, I quickly move into a do 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 situation and sing that tune. Anyways, what is the point of all of the above? Probably nothing. But today's episode, I want to dive into a reflection of the past couple years of business. We are coming out of a major pandemic. Hopefully, there's absolutely a question mark there. I've moved across the country. I've built a team and there are major transitions not happening for just me personally, but for our entire globe. I hope to always be transparent with you. And clearly, I'm rather candid with my storytelling. My desire is by sharing my truth and my journey that you may A, relate to me, or B, find some gems that can help you along your journey. Last time I did a personal reflection podcast was podcast episode 17 on January 7th, 2021. I talk all about the pivoting I did to bring my events business online in 2020. Honestly, January of 2021 feels like ages ago still. And of course, little did we know what was still happening in 2021, right? So feel free to return to that episode 17 for some context if you like. I talked through all the details of me throwing spaghetti at the wall to get us online. But this episode has time on its side. The ability to see these moves in hindsight, even if we are only barely in the future. But thus, I have a more bird's eye view on what happened and where we are going. I want to talk about Gog and Craft's journey the past two years. We just celebrated our four-year birthday. And I've been doing this full-time since 2020. I want to also talk about my personal experience. Not only the infamous pivot that everyone was forced to navigate, but also the tensions of the pandemic and my own exploration of who I was outside my business, who I am outside my business, plus, of course, my physical uprooting and my adventure to the East Coast. Like I said, I'm writing this from New Hampshire. My partner and I took two weeks and drove across the country. We found the most perfect apartment in Salem, Massachusetts. But we cannot move in until October 1st, so we were hanging out at his family's house during the month of September. I also have three weddings this month in all corners of the U.S., so I will be bouncing around. I'm recording this podcast from the little RV on his parents' property. I will be teaching Level Up from their basement, hosting our click workshops from a sister's house, perhaps. We are making it work. I seriously can't wait to show you this little apartment in Salem. It's a dream, and it's almost here. But I'm going to back up a little before I dive into how we decided to leave my apartment of eight years in Oakland, California. Looking back at the pandemic on a very micro-personal level, it's a blur. My mind doesn't really want to go back there. It all worked out, didn't it? We're here now. Why should I want to open that can of worms again? Looking back at all of the new activations we created starting in 2020, it's like we turned our business inside out and spat out something entirely different. Girl Gang Craft in 2019 was an entirely different business than the beast that it is today. I mean, so much elbow grace and love and trial and error went into this business, and it is still morphing and constantly changing. Even my own experience with pre-pandemic JGC was entirely different. In 2019, I was also still teaching yoga. If you're unfamiliar with my story, I was teaching yoga and waitressing and doing freelance design and crafts under my own name while I started to nurture GGC. I think the next solo episode will be a little bit more detailed about how I went full-time with GGC. 
By December of 2019, I was done with the yoga world. More of that another time. And by January of 2020, I was going to focus on Girl Gang Craft full time. Little did I know what was in store. I did have some sense of where GGC was going, though, besides craft fairs before the pandemic. I did know I was going to venture into the online course world, and I had already wanted to start a podcast. But of course, March of 2020 gave me more than a nudge into that online arena. The first podcast episode launched April 15th, 2020. I just started. I just did it. Full disclosure, I did have a background in radio. I hosted a show called Late Night Lust at UC Santa Cruz at 3 in the morning. So I edited those first two podcast episodes myself. And I quickly learned that I hated editing and it took all day. So after that, I sent my episodes off to an editor at Fiverr who I'm still working with today. Shout out, David. This is now the 34th episode and the second year of the podcast. We have surpassed 10,000 downloads. The cadence of every other week has worked really well for our team. A weekly podcast for us would have been so stressful. So here's to finding what works for you. This podcast fills me up. This is a project I love. I love talking to other entrepreneurs about their journey. The podcast actually costs us money. I have to pay the editor and pay for the programming, summaries for my team, building each episode page, etc. We do also, of course, make some money with affiliates and flat rate partnerships. The podcast, as a holistic part of GGC, gives value to my audience and holds me up as an expert in the field, which converts listeners into paying customers. And of course, when I'm interviewing other entrepreneurs, that expands our reach because they are sharing with their audience. So with the podcast launched, I had to figure out how to make some money. We did move back our actual craft fair events several times. At that point in time, we had plans to host in LA again and also try Sacramento. At this very point in time, we do not have plans for LA and Sacramento. In the past, I'd hosted in-person branding classes for the GGC community and also for yoga teacher trainings. I wanted to offer this class online, so I did. I hosted a group on Zoom. It went well, but I wanted to niche down and offer some more specific classes, so I offered our content class, email marketing, and then brand partnerships. I hosted these lives, and if you signed up, you also got access to the recording. I bundled these classes in various ways. At one point, three of them were offered as a summer school offering. This allowed me to have many of the same students in all three classes, which I realized I really enjoyed. The one-off classes were great, but what I really loved was watching the subject matters click, watching the journey of these small business owners as they implemented and grew. I put these three classes on Teachable. They're still there today, but I decided I wanted to offer a cohort of sorts, a series of classes that guided creatives on their journey through branding, marketing, and implementation. I wanted a community space. So Incomes Level Up Academy, our six-week course for creatives. I seriously would have killed for this class when I was starting out, y'all. Yeah, I feel like I just sort of pulled out various inspiration and followed certain people and hodgepodge it all together. I would have killed for a class tackling these subjects in this order. Level Up Academy is our six-week course designed for makers, creatives, healers, witches, teachers. So we cover audience brand story and elevator pitch, tools to get organized and mental health, uh, brand identity and your style guide. So all about curating your brand, Instagram strategy and how you can create a system and yes, reels, email marketing, and then showing up creating network expansion partnerships. We have office hours with mentors and have a Facebook group to connect and coaching sessions with me are also available. It is really one of my favorite things I do, holding space for connection and growth. Our first level up was a success. 
we then decided to offer it twice a year. So this will be our third level up. And actually, we just decided we will only be offering this once a year moving forward. We'll also be doubling our prices. So hop on this one if you are ready to expand your business. Moving into the holiday season without an event, we wanted to offer some sort of activation to guide our small business lover community to our small businesses. We launched our first holiday directory, a webpage dedicated to over 100 femform businesses. We used our social media, podcasts, and emails to drive traffic to the small businesses on the directory. This activation was well received by our community and was a great source of revenue for us at the end of a really hard year. We did end up making several tweaks to the directory. We initially wanted to offer this all year and then decided it would make a bigger impact just during the holidays. We also offered things like social media posts and giveaway options to our participants, but the organization got super crazy, really. The engagement decreased and we decided to do away with those options and no more. Our last major innovation was in early 2021, we decided to launch a membership. When I say we really did it all during the pandemic, we really did it all. Our Click membership involves monthly workshops for creatives. We bring in guest teachers, biz tech, and I teach classes. Our membership is a great way to gather in community and learn how to expand your business in a low-pressure fun environment. And if you want to join, that cart will be open early next year. And we should have a waitlist up on our site too, so you can check that out. Partnerships. Partnerships were a huge part of our event activations. We received money from big companies like Adobe, Square, Toba Chico to have a presence at our events. Without events, we had to figure out how to access partnership money. So we turned it all digital. We partnered with Adobe Spark, Flowdesk, Planoly Ease on blog posts, social media posts, giveaways podcast commercials, videos, etc. I liked this pivot because really there was no limit on the creativity here. Instead of a booth or a logo on the sign, we got to interact with the software and the product that we believed in and present it to our audience. The thing about these big companies is they actually have money and they want to get their product in the hand of communities like ours. So it really is a win-win. Partnerships are a great source of revenue. Oh yeah, and we also hosted our first Small Biz Summit online, which honestly, I don't want to do again for many reasons, but mostly tech and mostly I just think the excitement about the summit is being in person together. I may or may not swallow my words on this, but for now, I do not want to host the conference online. If there is anything I've learned this year, it's how you should try things. Just do the thing. Figure out how to do it. Make a deadline, make it public so you actually have to follow through. This is as much about overcoming imposter syndrome and perfection as it is about finding what you don't like. I really learned these past few years about what I don't want to do, what doesn't work. And that's where the tweaking comes in. Each of our first activations of things, hell, even our third or fourth, is far from perfect. But we are figuring it out always. And we're not scared of the thing. We do the thing. And yes, it's okay to fail. I know we've all heard this a million times, but I'm going to tell you again, right? It's okay to fail. And you keep trying, you figure out what works. But shutting the stuff that doesn't doesn't work for your audience, team or you is where the magic happens truly. That's where the offerings start to come together, where you can mold things to be more potent, more easeful and more captivating. This is where the systems come into play. This is where we figured out order of operations, how we launch, how we respond to our customers, what our landing pages would look like, how our pricing plans would be. 
who was going to be responsible for this thing, how we would engage, what tools we would use to plan our social, our emails. And of course, I couldn't do any of this without my team. Pre-pandemic, I had two lovely ladies working for me. During the pandemic, I let one of them go and Nicole was still there working on partnerships and some odds and ends for me. Eventually, she left to work on her own projects. I worked alone for a little and then brought in my bestie, Hannah, on board. Then Gina, who works on partnerships, and then Amanda in February of 2021 to fully take over social. I do want to mention that I was receiving unemployment benefits for six months of 2020, and I did receive two rounds of PPP and one California state grant. The government actually stepped up for me during this point. This money helped save the business. The first PVP has been forgiven, aka it is just free money and not a loan, so that's great, super cool, and I've not applied for forgiveness for the second round yet. Honestly, I'm exhausted revisiting all of these activations. Typing this podcast episode out was really taxing, I'm going to be honest, because I actually came out of all of this in a really different place. At this point in time, I'm actually not screwing around throwing spaghetti at the wall. We have worked out so many of the kinks of our program, and we are actually hitting our stride. I mean, our whole 2022 is planned out. Seriously, all our launch dates are already on the calendar. Of course, there is some room for some surprises and perhaps a new city, Kafka, but it is all mapped out. We are no longer reinventing the wheel. We have figured out what works for our audience and for our team. Let me just give so many applauses and thanks to my team. This team is a dream. Finding these humans and figuring out what does work and who has superpowers for what thing has absolutely been a process and still is, but things are flowing. We work well together and are figuring out how to move forward and also expand. There are so many various goals for the business, but one of the goals for me personally has been to focus on the things that I'm good at and I enjoy and less at the tasks that I suck at or take too much time or are draining. Of course, there are still things I haven't given up yet that I'd like to, my inbox, and it does look like I will be sewing on my own apparel labels next week. But generally, I'm spending more time teaching, interviewing, creating videos, which has also been a journey and a half, but I'm getting there and thinking creatively, big picture. But how did I get to this place of more ease? And of course, it is not always easeful by any means, but I do generally feel less stressed, more alignment, and do have more time for me. Well, first off, we created stability in a place of disaster. We figured out how to bring in revenue when our old revenue streams were halted and the world seemed to be falling apart. But also, I found support, nurturing community, mission, and creativity. I spent the pandemic at my desk, working, working, working. But then when there seemed to be a little light and my bank account had a little bit more cushion, I took a moment to figure out what I wanted and what I needed. I needed more space. I needed more ease. I needed more modes of creativity and ways for joy to enter. The team was a huge part of this, particularly when I realized it was time to hand over the GGC social to Amanda. My time completely opened. Not that I wasn't working, but that I was spending less time on the tiny details, less time on the daily posting, less time figuring out the plan. Amanda is kicking ass in the social media space, and that opens up time for creative thinking, for polishing, for big ideas, and also like a little time for me. Who was Phoebe outside her business? I lost her a little during the pandemic. 
I understand that everyone had very different realities in 2020. Some people lost their jobs and spent 2020 in their home alone. Some people adjusted to working at home, but also taking care of the kids. Everyone was stressed. Everyone was worried about health and finances. I'm actually not going to list all the different situations everyone was in, but I was, I was sitting at my desk figuring out how to save my events business. And I did it. And then what was there to do? With the extra time, I was resting at first, watching TV, reading, and thinking that the anecdote for work was rest. And just, you know, I don't want to like, <laughs> my initial thing is to always defend my work ethic. This isn't all day sitting around, but there's more space for if I had a headache or I could actually get off at five. So I don't want you to all think I'm sitting around doing nothing because I'm not. But also it is okay if I am sitting around and doing nothing and Okay, yeah, that was like a full Virgo circle. But anyways, just to clarify, I'm still working. But so I was still tired when I was resting. I was bored and restless. I then listened to this Glendon Doyle podcast where she talks about joy, perhaps being the opposite of work instead of rest. And that resonated. How was I going to bring in joy? My creative practice outside my business was pretty non-existent during 2020 and 2021. I painted maybe two paintings. I tried punch needle. I tried clay. What I really wanted was to make pottery, a skill I had just gotten into pre-pandemic, but alas, had no access to a kiln or a wheel. I then realized I missed performance, singing, dancing. I think initially yoga took the place of performance as an authentic performance, or at least public speaking. And then, of course, later interviewing and showing up with the camera quenched that thirst a little bit, but I missed the stage. I missed movement, missed singing, missed pretending to be someone else, acting, acting. All of that is not quite available at this moment. I'm taking a few dance classes online and I've given myself the space to actually sing with my full heart now in the name of joy and fun. But it is a goal to get myself back onto that stage. So stay tuned for that. We'll see. We'll see how much I share of that journey, but it's happening. I'm getting back on stage. And yeah, we decided to move. There's something Matt and I had been toying with for a while. He is from New Hampshire and was getting over Oakland. He wanted to be somewhere less city-like where the cars weren't so loud and there weren't fireworks every night. We were working towards not renting and less traffic. I was feeling a bit stale in Oakland. Oakland had opened its arms to me, co-created my business. I had been in the Bay Area my entire life and in my Oakland apartment for eight years. Of course, the pandemic played a huge part in my antsiness. I was ready for something new. I want to work towards buying a house. I want to be in nature. I want to slow down. Plus my business had done a lot in the Oakland community. It was time to bring it on the road. We decided on Salem, 40 minutes from Boston, an hour from his family blocks to the beach. I'm excited to see where it takes us. Excited to set down roots, explore, Excited to slow down, but to expand, shift, and ground. I am excited to feel excited again. I'm ready to look at my surroundings with fresh eyes. Ready to nest, to get a dog, to explore the coast, find community. I'm excited to keep growing the business while also focusing on my needs as a human. My needs as a creative, as a friend, partner, artist. I've learned so much in the past year and a half, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a part of this community. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Girl Gang Craft Podcast. 
head to girlgangcraft.com slash podcast for show notes and more. See you next time.